Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero and Sean Starr. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPICS for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Marinero, Sean Starr. Boom. Boom. Just past 9.30 this morning, the Montreal Canadiens announced that they have relieved head coach Claude Julien of his duties. The same for associate coach Kirk Muller. Dominic Ducharme now gets the interim tag as head coach. And Alex Burroughs recalled from the Val Rocket as their new assistant coach. Sean Starr, this all coming after the Montreal Canadiens lose a 5-4 shootout game to the yep. Senators in Ottawa. Surprise, yeah, un- yes or no? A total un- uh, unacceptable loss, uh, an, an inexcusable way to start a hockey game uh, in Ottawa the way they did. I'll give them a ton of credit for coming back from 2-0, from 3-1. That Brandstrom 3-1 goal, more often than not, is an absolute backbreaker for really any team. And seeing how they came back from that one and uh, knowing how it ended with an absolute BS call against Brendan Gallagher, Tony, um, I will say this. As you know, you and I went tete-a-tete last week. Uh, When I called out the coach, you know I haven't been his uh, biggest fan. Mm-hmm. since the tides kind of turn on February the 4th. So I'm not surprised, and I will say I love the timing. I think they absolutely got the timing right on this on this decision, Tony. Well, look, if you take a look at um, Shea Weber saying there's a negative vibe right now or something to that effect, Nick Suzuki saying we're playing not to lose instead of playing to win. And I'm going to tell you this, okay? I know Claude Julien is not perfect. I gave him the benefit of the doubt in certain situations. If you tell me he puts on defensive hockey players in overtime versus the Toronto Maple Leafs, I can understand. I don't have to agree with it, but I can understand what the concept is because opening it up versus Toronto or putting your offensive guys is probably a losing proposition. But to me, that's coaching scared, Tony. Like I hear Your point's yes, well but, made. But it's, anyone in the world would coach scared versus Matthews, Marner, and Tavares. But my point is... Against the Ottawa Senators, as much as they have a couple of players like Kachuk and Stutzla, to name a few, at the end of the day, the Ottawa Senators are probably the worst team in hockey on paper, and they're probably the worst team in hockey on the ice, and statistically, they're probably going to be the worst team in hockey. To see Ben Sherrod on the ice in overtime, uh, to see Phil Deneau get two shifts in overtime when he has zero goals this season versus the Ottawa Senators, look, Mark Bergevin had to stop the bleeding because one more losing streak this year, the way he had three bad ones last year in yeah. a condensed schedule, all of yeah. a sudden you don't make the playoffs. See, but I don't understand what you're saying. Like you confuse me. Tell me. Like you're 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 telling me yeah. that any coach in the NHL would put Ben Sherrod and Shea Weber out because they're good defenders against Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and Tavares, but you're you don't like the fact that those guys were on the ice in three on three. Do I do I have that right? No. I said I understand it if you do it versus Toronto. I don't understand it if you do it versus Ottawa. What's the difference? Austin Matthews, John Tavares, and Mitch Marner. Three They're of the slow, best players Tony. in the world. That's I the think difference. you have it wrong. I think you have it wrong. Well, I my, don't my have opinion, it right. My, my opinion that these guys are slow. And Claude Julien's reluctance to ever even think about breaking them up 
putting them on the ice against the, the, the penalty kill against Toronto is a mistake. Putting them three on three at any time. I don't even care, Tony, if they're 55 and 0. Putting Ben Sherrod and Shea Weber in three on three is always the yeah. wrong thing to what do. I, well, what I said was I can understand it. Now, the problem is, is that the Canadians have a lack of mobility on the blue line. I mean, you have Jeff Petrie, and then you have Victor Mete, and you have Romanov. Uh, and Mete is usually not in the lineup more often than not. So that's the problem that they have. Look, I didn't say I agree with it. I said I can understand it versus Toronto. I don't understand it versus Ottawa. But I'm going to tell you this. We could talk about Claude Julien until we're blue in the face. There's a reason why. There's three or four reasons why Mark Bergevin did this. Number one, um, the players basically said, we need a new voice and we need a change because the players weren't happy. Why weren't the players happy? Because Phil Deneau hasn't scored a goal, so he's not happy. Because Thomas Tatar was benched at a healthy scratch, so he's not happy. Well, it's because more than that. wants more ice time, so he's not happy. Because the players want... Uh, they don't want four lines rolling, and they're not happy. And Carey Price was not playing well, and he's not happy. And you're right. It is more to that. It, there, there, it always is. But I will say this, though. Shame on you, Carey Price. You got wow. Guy Carboneau fired. You got Jacques Martin fired. You got Michel Therrien fired. You got Claude Julien fired. You got Roly Melanson fired, the goalie coach. You got Pierre Grew fired. You got uh, – and, and now you're making Stefan away look bad, but thank God – that Jake Allen's playing the way he's playing. And I say this because, look, if Price would have played better, those coaches would have got fired eventually. But mm-hmm. if Carey Price would play the way Carey Price can play when he's at his best, yeah, they probably wouldn't have this coaching carousel the way they do. Maybe I, I don't agree with that. Um, and like, you know, I think Carey Price was had a massive letdown game. And look, I mean, he was great against Tim Stutzel in the first period with that phenomenal stop. He was great against the five-on-three after Shea Weber tried to separate Brady Kachuk's head from his body. Uh, that was a full value, by the way, double minor. And uh, he was great in so many sequences of that second period. But my take on Carey Price is very simple. That was a must-win game for him. That was a must-win game for his team, a team that had lost six of seven, a team that now has lost three in a row, two in a row to the Ottawa Senators, that you're Carey Price, and by his own fault, the bar is set here. His play is here. He needed it to be here for his team and for his own personal mental health. And the the Brandstrom floater from the blue line, the Kachuk 4-4 equalizer, I will say unequivocally, Two Mr. Softies all day long. And in a game that... Kachuk's first goal wasn't any better. I I don't disagree, but that that could be argued. It could be argued. I don't think those two goals, the 3-1 and the 4-4 goal, in my view, can't be argued. Those are stoppable pucks. I expect Carey Price to make those stops. And I think that at that point, Carey Price needs to sit. If it was my call, Jake Allen would start uh, tomorrow in Winnipeg. Jake Allen would start again on Saturday. I know Dominic Ducharme is never going to pull that move. I know he's never going to pull that move. But to look at Carey Price and to say, you know, you're the reason that guy, this guy, and everybody else got fired. There are a lot of examples in in pro sports. Uh, LeBron James immediately comes to mind. But ultimately, um, it's Claude Julien's fault, really, and nobody else's. This is a guy that has won a Stanley Cup. Yeah. He doesn't like to move. He doesn't want to budge. He's stubborn. It's his way or the highway. I hear you. you know, people, people have told me oh, that's changed. That's changed. I don't agree. 
The people I've spoken with agree with me. They don't see that it's changed either. And I think when it came to Dominic Ducharme, who wanted to open up the offense, and then eventually things came back down to earth and Claude def defaulted to his defensive conservative style. Yeah. And that, okay. that is why he lost his job. Not because okay. of Carey Price. Listen, listen I, I, I get everything you're saying. And, you know, I take a look at Claude Julien. It's Mike Babcock all over again, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, a, a, an older mentality in terms of how hockey was played 10 years ago, thinking you can still win playing the same way now that your teams played 10 years ago, okay? I get all that. And the new age coaches are coming in, and Cassidy's done a great job with Boston. Keith has done a great job with the Toronto Maple Leafs, and those two organizations are better off now than they were with Julien and Babcock in their last couple of years that both those coaches were coaching those respective teams. I get all that. But I'm not giving Carey Price a pass here. No way I'm giving him a pass. I thought he gave up three terrible goals in that hockey game versus Ottawa. I thought in the shootout, Matt Murray looked like he was solid. Carey Price looked like he lost his net on two occasions. This is the Sick Podcast. I'm Marinaro. He's Sean Starr. It's brought to you by my booking. You can use code SICKPICKS for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid. I'm just, I'm, I'm not giving him a pass. And, and I'm going to tell you this. Pass, though? I'm not defending Carey Price. Who's giving well, him a pass? Well, you talked about Carey Price had to win that game yesterday. I'm going to take it a step further. Well, hold on. Yes, he did. I'm going to take a step further. He should have never started that game yesterday. Why? The right decision was to start Jake Allen, who, based on the way he's played this season and Sunday, deserved to start. Uh, listen, I mean, I, I look at this and I give the team a pass for the effort on Saturday night. I don't give them a pass for how they played on Sunday. And that ultimately, you know, you want to get Carey Price going. Everybody says you want to get Carey Price going. And the Carey Price defenders will come out and tell you. And they, they, they say this all the time, right? Don't worry, Sean. When it's time to answer the bell, just like he did in the bubble, just like he did against Pittsburgh and uh, against Philadelphia, even though they lost that series, just wait. Wait until the, it's time to answer the bell. Last night, that was a bell-answering moment for me. He needed to bail out of his team. They gave him run support, Tony, again. Yeah. yeah. And his save percentage is 893. Like, uh, there's no room left to go to bat for Carey Price. There's no room left to say, ah, well, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. The fact is, you have to look at the success of other organizations. You have to look at the fact that he's the highest paid guy in the Montreal Canadiens, and it comes with the territory. You make that salary. You've won those awards. You've established yourself once upon a time as a very good netminder, and the expectation is there, and it's a very fair bar at where it's at. And when Carey Price doesn't surpass that bar or even come close to reaching it, you have to call it out. And there's no defending Carey Price and what he's, what he's not done at all this season. You know, it's funny how things change in sports. A couple of weeks ago, I would have thought that Mark Bergevin was going to be the general manager of the Montreal Canadiens for quite some time, and he still very well may be. Yeah. I'm starting to think, though, he doesn't have any more cards to play. I, no, there's, I don't think so. I mean, I mean, ask yourself the question. Who has he let go? This is, what, his third hire? This is his third hire. So yeah. he brought in Michel Terrier. No. He let him go. He brought in yep. Claude Julien. Yep. He yep. let him go. Now he's yep. got Dominic Ducharme. There, there, there are no cards left. The pressure is now on Mark Bergevin to, I think, save his job, to save the team season. And it, it obviously, it's a further description of the goals the Canadians have and the goals they set for themselves. And look, I mean, it's, it's in plain English, Tony. I'm sure you know the numbers. In Claude Julien's time as the Montreal Canadiens coach, they, they, 
didn't make the playoffs for three years in a row, and I don't count the the charitable birth. Let's remember at the yeah. deadline before the NHL went on pause, Tony, they were a seller. They weren't a buyer. Um, 29th in penalty kill, 26th in power play, and 26th in wins in the NHL in Claude Julien's time. Tony, that's not mediocre. That's not like, oh, bottom of the pack. That is bottom, 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 Tony. I mean... Michel Therrien produced better results coaching the Canadians than Claude yes. Julien, and yes. that's something that probably a lot of people don't want to hear, and I'm not saying that he's a better coach. Yes. I'm saying just exactly what I just said, right? Michel Therrien produced better results coaching the Canadians than Claude yes. Julien, unfortunately, but, did. But look, Mark Bergevin, Mark Bergevin is a very loyal guy. He's a high-character guy. He hated the fact that Michel Terrier was prone to throwing lines in a blender as often as he was. I think he preferred Claude Julien's style, but the results aren't there. The results aren't there. Phil Deneau hasn't scored a goal this season. Jake Evans in his last five games has one point. Jesperi Kakanyemi scored a goal three days ago. Uh, he's gone pointless in six of his last seven. Nick Suzuki has one goal in his last five games, and that came, so, sorry, three days ago. So he's got just two goals in his last 10. This team has been figured out. Individuals have been figured out. Dominic Ducharme is all about open it up, let's play offense, let's play offense. And now, not only is the is the is the pressure on Marc Bergevin, but now it's on the players more than it was with Claude Julien, I believe. Because I think Claude Julien held them back. I think he was scared. I think he was paranoid. I think he went to his security blanket. And now that that has been removed, Tony, now my eyes are going to be trained on Suzuki, on Carey Price, on Thomas Tatar, Brendan Gallagher, and the list goes on. Sean's wearing a hoodie, so am I. But you know, uh, last week he was wearing his Los Angeles King, uh, Los Angeles Lakers hoodie, yeah. and I was wearing my Toronto Raptors hoodie. And I want, want to let you know that you can go to SportBuffShop.com for all of your officially licensed uh, sports apparel and more. Use code SickHoodies15 for fifteen percent off on all hoodies. All right, we haven't talked about Kirk Muller yet, oh. but based on his results in charge of the power play. Uh, God bless him. Everyone loves Kirk, but uh, it was long overdue too. Wasn't it, Tony? I mean, I, I, is it in baffling to you? I think it goes to Mark, my take on Mark Bergevin's loyalty. It's baffling to me in the cutthroat world of professional sports how a power play could be so bad for so long with the same guy basically in charge. I, I, je comprends pas, Tony. Like, the Canadians have five guys. The other team has four. Why is this so difficult? I, I never saw a power play with the guys as static as they are. They're not exactly. moving. They're so yeah. predictable. Everyone sees every play coming. Anyway, I'm going to end it with this. What a sick sense of humor over the past couple of days here. This Brady Kachuk is going to haunt them probably for the next yeah. decade. Oh, On Sunday, Jesperi Kakanyemi misses at one end. Kachuk yeah. scores at the other end. And yesterday in Ottawa, Brady Kachuk, two goals. Uh, he answers the bell versus Ben Chirot. He bloodies his nose. And one year ago, I went on Ottawa radio and I said, Jesperi Kakanyemi is going to be a good player. But the Montreal Canadiens made a mistake. All those fanboys and all those fangirls, they all came after me. 200, 300, 400 tweets. I have to block everyone. Guess what? I was right. And you owe me an apology. Hey, guess what? I told you Claude Julien was the problem. I told so you. So we're both right. I He's Sean Star. I'm Marinero. The Sick Podcast. Check it out on Facebook and Instagram. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. 
The Sick Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPICS for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid.